These 13 German guys were raping this girl. She's like, nine, nine, nine. Will, what happened? Four of them left. Thank you. Welcome to the Ninth Chud Podcast. My name is Nick Nunziata. Alongside me is Justin Waddell. Hi, Justin. Hello. Steve Murphy's. Hey, Steve. Why did it have to be German? Why couldn't it be Because nine Russian. doesn't mean no in Italian. In Italian, all these... <laughs> they go, hey, Obi. What about Russian now? Hi, Steve. <laughs> Hello. Our other guests, we have two other guests. Uh, Will Mason, how are you? Welcome back. Good to be back. Even though Steve's here. Yeah. And Dane Walker making his virginal appearance. God help me. <laughs> That's the truth. And Hugo. <laughs> Steve would like to bring up Hugo once again. Slang. I'm not bringing him up. I just want, I would like everybody to know that he is our official podcast mascot. And he is here with us, not just in body, but in spirit as well. Oh. Say hello, Hugo. Excellent. See? Surprised you didn't tap his head like you did last time. I didn't tap his head. You did. That was. It's not all you tapped. That was his voice speaking. You know. All right. So, uh, this is the ninth. Uh, and and the great thing about today is that today is the day that the Da Vinci Code was released in theaters. It's a, it's a glorious day, and uh, we all went to see it as a group, five guys on a Friday night. If you know what I'm talking about. This is not helping our ratings. It's not helping my self esteem. Well, they, true. if you believe the demographic, uh, five lonely guys is our demographic. I'm not lonely. You should be. Oh, <laughs> not, that's kind of rude, isn't it? A little bit, yes. So, well, we saw it, and now we're going to talk about it. And, and, and I'm going to just go in, into this saying that if you uh, have not been spoiled on what the Da Vinci Code is about, <laughs> fuck you. No, wait a minute. Why should I be lonely? <laughs> well, as a man who shares a house with you, <laughs> there are people I know who deserve to be lonely. No, wait a minute. You yeah. can't... You shouldn't be saying things like that. All right. Well, I'll point out that you live across the hall from me. All right, but, yeah, roommates. Clarify that. Now that we have the same, <laughs> the same room... <laughs> So how about the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, back to that. Uh, yeah, so if you if you don't, there will be spoilers therein. You you have been warned. We are going to expunge truths from gonna, this material. We're gonna re- like talk reveal the whole movie, but I imagine most people know because most people probably have read the book. It seems to be pretty popular. That Is old that book, forty-five million copies. Is Some, that right? Something like that. I think it was like forty forty-four two. Forty-four point seven three. Yeah, I think that was the exact figure. And, and this is this is about the Leonardo da Vinci conspiracy, not the Romanov prophecy that you hear about a lot of books. And the Romanov prophecy. Do you know what the Romanov prophecy is, Justin? No. It's um. It's what you say to a director who's on a little girl. <laughs> the Master Stroganoff <laughs> prophecy. <laughs> That's you when you get home. <laughs> because is that because I'm lonely? <laughs> yeah. Is that why? And actually, Hugo is hollowed out. Just food for thought. Yeah, but Hugo does not come home with me. Hugo <laughs> stays in his little hovel over here. <laughs> My house. <laughs> <laughs> My house is so. Uh, we'll start. We'll start with uh, one of our special guests. Will uh, quickly. I mean, fucking fast, please. Uh, your take on uh, one, the Da Vinci Code. Um, when you can see the ending of the movie completely, an hour into it, and then you realize you still have an hour and a half to go, you cry a little bit. <laughs> but um, I have seen worse films, just not today. Okay, so what what was your knowledge of the material going into the theater today? Uh, very, I knew the basics of the story, but I had not read the book, and uh, I knew that uh, Ian McKellen was in it, so I thought it would be Magneto. Has that joke been made on the show before? No. Awesome. <laughs> nice. You are magnanimous. <laughs> um, Steve Murphy. Oh, how about that? We uh, uh, you, don't we? Well, I was. I was. How the hell with him? 
<laughs> Dane right. had a firm grip on that mic, and Steve wrenched it. Okay. Basically, I thought it was a it was a dopey picture. <laughs> uh, it it like Will. I had never read the book. I'd seen documentaries. I knew about the storyline. I felt it was. Too you knew long. you knew about Jesus. Yeah, I, I knew about him, him just a little bit, uh, and I knew that about the the cat, uh, Da Vinci, the, the painter. <laughs> the cat. It was a crazy dude. Cat but has nine I, lives. I, oh yeah. Ninth podcast. But nine seen, lives. Is that right? This could be the, the this could be it. This, this is the podcast code. It's gonna be good. <laughs> there were nine <laughs> of us. We're gonna be figuring out how, why, why is this around. <laughs> so so you weren't a fan. You thought it was. A, a, I thought it was too long, a little dull. Uh, Hanks did a. He was all right. N- no performance stood out to me at all. Especially McKellen's. That, that's true. He was <laughs> crippled. He <laughs> couldn't stood out. The music was very overblown. I felt only a little bit at the end. Speaking of overblown, the guy that went into McKellen's trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dane, what do you think of the film? What Steve said. <laughs> Wait, you can't do that. What about well, you, Bill? Okay. <laughs> okay. Mr. Hang on, I'll ask. Hugo has the same expression we all did on upon walking out. Yeah, I, I felt like Hugo during most of the film. Not a fan, eh? Nah, I, I stayed awake, but barely. And Mr. Justin Waddell. I, I think I have a pull quote for us if the, if someone's going to pull a you know a quote from our podcast it, it was like watching saint dry was that how would you think no actually yeah, that was yeah, there we go actually um i didn't mind it so much i thought it was kind of an a fun movie to watch but I, I never read the book or anything you know um bunch of literate guys um well cuz it's cuz it's the kind of book that you'd want to read. i didn't think it was great but it held my attention you know i think the problem is that they have to basically, and they don't think they did a successful. You know, they have to convey kind of like history and and um, theory and stuff on screen. They try and they try to do it through, you know, Tom Hanks Hanks walking through these what hallucinations or not hallucinations, but just little scenes. Didn't and, it remind you of a Beautiful Mind a little bit the way that they did it? I mean, another Ron Howard, Akiva Goldsmith. I didn't. I never saw that movie. Does any does anybody is anybody gonna give me some backup? Dane Dane nods. I mean, was I haven't seen it in a while. Was this a did you like a beautiful mom? Yeah, it was good. It was so good. was it a is this a better film? No. Is this a better film? Yeah. No. This film had uh, about fourteen endings, I think. No, I, I, I don't right. think so. I mean, I think it went on long, but yeah, I think it, the, it, I think it, it ended like three times. I, I think, think there, there are still I, endings happening at the theater now that, we, that we missed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Nick, what'd you think? It made my head hurt a little bit, not because I'm I'm dim, but because it just was like, I mean, it was achingly, uh, it was exposition the movie. I mean, that's all it was. It was like exposition, and then they have to fight a mini boss, and then exposition, and then they have to solve a puzzle, and then open a door, and then it's you know exposition, exposition, and I I, I you know the, it's it follows the book very very tightly, but the book uh, the book was exposition. You know, and you did just, read the book. Yeah, I, so. I listened to the book. Can you say uh, that word one more time for me? You, you say exposition. I called it hallucination. Is that? Thank, thank, was thank that you. close? But uh, you know, it was it, it was it was fine. It's just that it, as the movie kind of wore on, I got really kind of. It kind of it started to sag at the end, but um, I thought it was kind of interesting for a while. And I like I think the movie kind of uh, loses steam once Bettany is taken care of as the albino monk. I thought he did kind of an interesting job, or he you know it was an interesting character at least, and he did a good job. His character um, also had exposition. It did. Everybody had a flashback. You're right. Everybody had. Yeah, they did. Everybody had childhood trauma. Did I, you know, I had a flashback watching it. Everybody had childhood trauma. Even McKellen. Barry Allen had a flashback. 
so overall, we were disappointed. Uh, now, now let's move on to the box office prospects. Oh, it's going to be huge. Actually, wait. Can I point out one more thing about the movie that I like? Sure. One scene where our heroes escape from danger is because the bad guy they're facing is startled by a bird. It's that is like the weakest way to escape from anything. I think that I've was Jesus seen. assisting. Yeah, yeah that's I right. think that's what it was supposed to be. Jesus yeah, okay. is like, you know what? I got the power. I'm going to send a little bird to fly. Was it him. a bird or was it a dove? Well, oh wait a minute. Now. According to the film, he didn't have any power. It just it was just a man. So there, it could not have been Jesus. It was it was it was no. basically Quasimodo ringing the bell that scared the birds. The birds came down, assaulted the cop, and they escaped. So they never that movie never decided that there was no uh, spirituality. That there was no that there was, was nothing after. Sure, no, I, I disagree. I think at the end it was pretty clear cut that no. yeah they just couldn't prove it. So but no, but what I mean, ta- but they know, found this, the, son, the 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 Senate of Christ had uh, special Jesus abilities, Steve. I mean, it was, it was just possibly it was that she had. Man. According to them, she a, had some magic fingers there, you know, just mortal, like Jesus, a mortal man. Well, I mean, no, no divine powers according to the film. So, no, but that's not that's not right. It's not according to the film that there, he could have had divine power. That just never said. Magic it, fingers so. aren't enough. A Bangkok <laughs> whore has magic fingers. Magic <laughs> fingers was used to better effect and bring it on as well. It never, it never decided that. Those were spirit fingers. It well, decided that he had kids, though. It decided just, that he wait, put wait, wait a minute, his I, Jesus penis in something. I've been trumped. I, I'm my, not sure. My bring what, it on knowledge. spirit or magic? Well, I don't know. It could, it, it's spirit sounds better. You want to quit doing the podcast and you want to bring it on? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> let's do that. We'll be back later, fellas. Uh, actually, while we're talking about the movie, I thought I, I, this movie was pretty much the last damning evidence that I, I'm, I don't want to see John Reno ever again. I'm just tired of him. He has no range. He's the most... <laughs> he doesn't and, have a range. And his face becomes increasingly more... Um, I don't know. It's like... <laughs> but it, come on. He's been he's been great. He's well, been great okay, and stuff. As genre he's been not. great in while we were in high school. The professional, but he's also in good, good another Basan movie uh, about the divers. What's that called? Big Blue? Yeah, he's great in that. You know, how, you know how young you are when that came out? I don't need him anymore. I thought he was fine in this. I mean, and what about uh, Dr. Octopus? He was in this. Alfred Molina. Yeah, he, he close ups, not his friend. <laughs> but he kind of a kind of a t- kind of a tie to uh, uh, Raiders. He was in Raiders, and this movie kind of had sort of a Raiders type feel because it was nerds on a quest. Sort of. I mean, you know? they, they use cameras to make Raiders too. Like they use camera <laughs> to make this film. Other than that, I don't think there's much of a connection between. But you know, the what I'm saying it's like because you know, yeah. I mean, Indi- Indiana Jones is super cool, but he's also honestly, when it boils down to, he, he's kind of nerdy. Right. Hanks is just straight up nerdy. So it's kind of like a you know. If you imagine this movie as his character from Bosom Buddies twenty years later, and like this is what his life has turned into, it's kind of interesting then. Because you kind of wonder where the other guy went to. I just wish this film was made in the 80s because the idea of Tom Hanks walking around Europe with a tattoo could have been a lot different. <laughs> or Peter Scolari. You know, that could have been the connection there. But how, how do you think uh, Hanks did it? I think, uh, what, what do you, how do you think he did? Well, I think he did a movie? good job as a, as a semi-action lead. I mean, he, was, he, was, he didn't get all Hanks on us. No. I mean, I, he, looked, he looked a little freaky. What was his last movie? I mean, he hasn't really been on screen in a while, has he? The, the Terminal, maybe? Was it his last one? Splash was before this. Lady Killers was before. Lady Killers was before. When was Catch Me If You Can? That was before Terminal, right? I think so. You're yeah. Be- like you're before. Okay. I think Terminal might be his. I mean, we're not going to go on IMDb because that's for cowards. I wonder. If, speaking of, I wonder if Spielberg was in in line to direct this film. I wonder if they went to him first. It seems like a movie that you kind of just hand to Spielberg and hope for the best, and then when he says no, you 
go to Ron he Howard. He pretty much already made this movie. Munich. <laughs> um, but so. I thought Hanks was good. I thought uh, Audrey Am- Amelie, Audrey Tato, she was cute. She did a good job. She was she kind was of the worst. I love that whenever we're talking about actresses, the first thing we say is she's cute. But she is cute, yeah. though. She acted well. But she is cute, though. I mean, you have to She, could also she had the body of Christ. That's a good point. And she, she was like the worst cop ever, though. Because Hanks, the professor, had to save her time. But the again. best, you have to admit, the best is like when she, the, at the end, when she found out, you know, her her purpose or her role in the story, she busted Jesus jokes. She tried to make little Hanks laugh, you know, kind of. Here, here. I, I hope neat. this inspires copycat murders. I hope or suicides. I hope. I hope a bunch of people, like kids, see this movie and strip down to their bare ass and desecrate the Louvre in like ten seconds and create puzzles and shit. And then shine a giant light on their genitals in a fifteen-second span, because that's that's interesting. It's it's not it's a lot more creative than putting on a trench coat. And they and left the again. body just lying there. Yeah, the, the first, cops the left first the body. death. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the funny thing about the first death, and I, I mean, like I said, I hadn't read the books, so I don't know. This the, a guy gets shot, and then he goes on to, um, you know, basically put all this codes and on himself and his blood and then he writes out a little message on the floor with a PS which I thought was funny a little he, PS did you on see it. he also played a game of Tetris on his cell phone <laughs> before he before he shuffled well, off a, the earth it, it's a PS four. contact contact uh, Tom Tom Hanks's character but I thought maybe at the end of his message you, you probably could just put that and maybe save the energy that you would put into actually writing P dot S dot you know what I'm saying <laughs> I think maybe they you could have conveyed that little message without the postscript written in. I guess what had to be, I guess, the semen because it was kind of white, right? So do you think he? I I the XO 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 at the end was a little much. <laughs> that and like, do you like me? Check one of these boxes. I felt had gone on for a little. That long. was great to see a little little uh, last dying scrawl. P.S. You know, on there that was neat. Yeah, those were her initials. But at first it was just very funny. But it seemed like a P.S. <laughs> trying to help you out. What'd you say? <laughs> Just that it, that, that turned out to be her initials, so it was actually part of the message. I mean, it's so ridiculous that. Did you not hear that part? What? About P.S. being her initials. Whose initials? It was like his uh, pet name for her was what was it? Like. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, because you were because you were making your joke. About Is that it. for real? Yeah, because you were you were making your joke about it. What being, part of her name is a P in it? No, no, like that was like his nickname for. I her, know right? where the P you comes from. You were making from. the joke about it being a P.S. when they explained what it actually was, and you were laughing at your own joke. <laughs> and you missed the explanation. Maybe it's still. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Disguise the P.S. You're telling me that Dan Dan Brown decided that he was going to get cute with postscript. Yep. And then make an actually connection to her pet name. Yeah. It's not really. A, it is a postscript, but guess what? It's also a part of the the code. The, right. the intriguing have, thing wow, was that, that her shit. grandfather's pet name was Pussy Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have the, the first problem with the book. Then there, right there. Problem number one with the story. Why would he write her pet name out in his own semen? <laughs> no. That's the real reason why she didn't want to talk to him anymore. Because so, he was mailing her letters that said the same thing. I'm more interested in, the in, in that game of Tetris he was playing on his phone. Because you know, you know that he only got as far as when it started speeding up because his dying fingers couldn't keep up. With the, the way to block I think he had a lot of energy at that. I don't. Yeah. I don't agree with you. I think his dying fingers that could play a couple games of Tetris. I think he gets well, to at least level three. You know, it would have been nice if he used all the energy to maybe, you know, run to the phone. And what yeah, bit of music did he choose? Did police. he choose like a? Because you know, like in Tetris, you get you can choose <laughs> whatever music you want. 
Mm. Well, Probably a funeral dirge. <laughs> it was weird when he set up a Sega and played Altered Beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fiction. I don't believe that at all. I don't think that, that happened. That was when you went to the bathroom. Oh, really? Yeah. And he, I don't know if you guys heard, but Tetris is what it was his childhood slang for postscript. <laughs> Actually, that's where the Holy Grail is buried. Is there underneath all the blocks? What do, What do you guys think? Or, uh, the The big thing was that this this debuted at the Cannes Film Festival. This movie, and critics just they yeah. pooped and peed yeah, all yeah, over both it. James and Scott were very disappointed. <laughs> 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 but what What do you think? I mean, do you th- I mean, when I it, they basically made it, it seem like it was the worst thing ever put on screen, and it really wasn't. Yeah. Didn't they say that somebody or the crowd started laughing at yeah. the big reveal? Well, this film had like 15 reveals, so which one were they talking about? Mm. Opening credits. Oh. But the thing is, Cannes is not the place you, you do a film like this. Oh, it's, it's more and more it seems to be, though. They they bring big movies over there. I know, but I mean, this you need something a little bit more highbrow, like, I don't know, whatever, Click? <laughs> they just showed the preview to uh, Click before uh, Da Vinci Code. Twice. Yeah, twice. No, that's right. Yeah. The connection being that Dan Bro- Brown also wrote Click, didn't he? And a- Adam Sandler's nickname is Pussy Sergeant. <laughs> and, and and you know what? In the last podcast, we talked about Christopher Walken, and, and my argument was that he's tired. Evidence of such. He's got a funny line in that trailer, or funny little delivery. Explain it. Which your what? parents are making you, or something. He, I thought that was pretty cute. That's classic Walken. Some more stunt casting. There was Hasselhoff in there. Yeah, but come on, that's just casting at this point. How do you stunt cast David Hasselhoff? Did you see, there was a lot of stunt casting in that movie. Dar Robinson. <laughs> not, not possible Dar Robinson no longer with us I'd rather him than walking so uh, so yeah, we were not I don't, we, I don't know where your walking hate is coming from you, you, I, I hate Jean Renault I can barely stomach it but walking there's 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 an expiration date on, on you know well, yeah, he's getting old can I mean, he, can just wait people, for the nature people, to take his course people turned on Al Pacino I mean like Al Pacino reached his expiration date and, and he and people turned on him. There's a, there's got to be a point where the loyalty dies, and I think I'm Walken still, has gone. I think people still pay to see Walken in the theater. I know Ian and McKellen's Pacino. character would have. You're just making you're just making McKellen can't walk jokes. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, hell yeah, I am. And okay, one last thing though, Paul Bettany. Okay, he was very devout in this. Yeah, he he flagellated all over the place. Mm-hmm. Right. He gets shot, and he's not even dead yet. And and the fucker has the gall to say, "I'm a ghost." He's not even dead yet, and he's he's assuming he's going to get that promotion. That's a good last. It's it's a, it's a, it's a good last good last words. I'd say. I think of, it would have been better because God, I hope I become a ghost. Do you think he was? Do you think he was playing a joke on you know, like kind of poking fun of himself, a little self deprecation because he's albino. It's like his final like slam on him, himself. I'm a ghost. He slammed on himself all movie. You've watched. Yeah, that's true. But he, but he said somebody called him a ghost earlier, right? Yeah, in we, his flashback. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I under. Yeah, I understand, but still, I, I think it's presumptuous. Yeah. Something. I mean, that's not fucking fair. Well, it's I mean, not fair to people who have earned ghosthood. The thing is, there's actually a little thing after the credits of him chasing Pac-Man. <laughs> and after this break, no, wait, 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 he was a direct descendant of Captain Lou Albino, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that first segment. I know that Will did. Always. Okay. Um, okay, so here's the thing. It's a summer... It's a, And for the for those of you who are playing the drinking game, for every time I say, here's the thing, I hope you're trashed. Um, 
It's yeah. fucking it's great. It's always, when, it's always this way whenever Ben Grimm shows up. It's too much exposition for me. Just get to the point. <laughs> <clears throat> it's summer movie season, and uh, a lot of shit is flying around in theaters. Uh, trailers yeah. and whatnot, the 20, the clan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we saw a couple of trailers in front of the Da Vinci Code today, and I just keep mentioning it. <laughs> what happened? Wait a minute. There's a, there's, a, there's a drinking game for that too. Wait a minute, from Steve. <laughs> Where's the clan? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've not seen them. You haven't seen them flying around theaters? I'm afraid not. The clan can fly now. <laughs> Shit, I'm scared of those guys. <laughs> oh God! Tell me you would not frequent a movie theater. <laughs> With digital projection and flying Klansmen. <laughs> Isn't that a ride at Six Flag, the flying Klansmen? Um, so we saw we saw a few trailers in front of uh, the Da Vinci Code, and one of them was Casino Royale. And um, when, when is that coming out? I mean, is it coming out pretty soon? It didn't or? say, did no, it? No, it said November. November. Oh, Isn't really? That the traditional yeah. Bond hole. No. Oh, so it's a. Uh, <laughs> I think Pussy Galore is the traditional <laughs> Bond. Judy bond Dench hole. is the traditional Bond hole. But uh, so it's not a summer movie, obviously. No. Unless, well, depends what part of the world you're in. Yeah. So uh, you know, the general consensus seemed to be positive. Yeah, we all liked it. I think I think we all liked it except Nick. And it's not that, that I that didn't great. like it. I, it's it's a bunch of pretty pictures. It was in black and white for a while, which was kind of classy. But at the end of the day, it was just pretty pictures. There was nothing to indicate oh, teaser, that, that they had unfucked what they fucked. I found it interesting that it looked like, because uh, I didn't know anything about I've read the book, and I don't know how much they're keeping of that. But it looks like it looks like they're going to be ignoring the other films. This is a starting all over again. It's what it seemed like. Because he's just now getting his double O commission. Well, they always ignore the other films, though. James Bond never goes, hey, remember that time in Tomorrow Never Dies? Oh, they've done that a few times, though. They have referenced older missions. So older yeah, films. I mean, it seems like they are kind of trying to reboot the... It seems kind of weird they carried Judy Dench over, though. Yeah. The yeah, rebooting. That's true. They got to be pretty I wonder, I, I, I just hope they don't have Cleese's Q or R, whatever his character no, is. Why? Is he terrible? Well, you, you don't like him? It, no, I don't like, I don't like that, really. It, it's too... It, You're right. It's they too, should bring Desmond Llewellyn it's back. Too com- it's too comedic. It's... Like, Overly so. I mean, Cleese is great, but he's they take he takes orders from shattered meat. Yeah, I don't know. It's too, it's too bumbling of a character. And I, Q did not start off that way. Q was not. And I know he's not playing Q, but same kind of character. You start can't off be, as a winged serpent, actually. I so. think we've discussed this on <laughs> the podcast. Mm. Actually, we did. We deleted uh-huh. that. We yeah, deleted we that. that. We we did have that discussion. Okay. So, Steve, you're the Bond apologist and hater. No, I'm not an. Uh, I know. I'm not really I mean, you're you're you're. you're you want to father Sean Connery's kids, though. No, I want to. I want to love these movies. I do. I want to love them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I know the older, like like the bras. I want to love them, but they were horrible. And so, that's uh, what I'm so, talking. That's about. why you hit them. <laughs> so why the fuck no. are you willing to let them rape you in the eyes again? Well, I, I fully expect them to screw this up because it's the same people making the movies that made the shitty ones with Brosnan. It's the same people. It's the same. Seems like they're trying to make it though. Um, from the trailer and, and it could be uh, them trying to disguise you know yeah, that's what but I expect is it, it seems like they're trying to make it a, a harder film we'll see I and, hope you so you know the trailer starts off with her uh, Dench saying that 
calling him a blunt instrument. I mean, that's something you haven't heard for, I guess, it's probably in the book, right? So, but I, if you see the film, be, it's shortly remember. before she inserts him into her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's a royal casino. <laughs> I, I may have may not have been blunt what I was thinking but but and I, and he calls himself a monk and an assassin which is cool yeah but he's kind of ripping her when he says it right he said you want me to be you know between a monk and a, and a hitman oh is that, I, I, he just wants to be I think she, I think he meant on the airplane do you want me to sit between a monk and a hitman <laughs> or did he want her to watch monk or play hitman <laughs> so but yeah I mean it, yeah it, it's pushing the right buttons it's it's definitely the trailer is pushing the right buttons to make people think that it's it's a it's a bold new world but it, is it really well, possible I mean, it's, it's still bond I mean, and in a world of born and, and all those other better franchises or better films is is it too late for it bond looks like it's to taking get a, his act together no it looks like it's taking no. a little inspiration from born from the trailer it's though. not too late at all I think they could definitely do it. Because they oh, tried it with License people to Kill. Are see it. Uh, they tried it with License to Kill. It just didn't go it's over. It's a lot of hand-to-hand combat in that trailer. That's kind of like Bourne, right? He's always flying fists around. Punching it, it punching at face meat. And in the thumb father. <laughs> they uh, could do it, but I, I, I expect this film to completely let me down. I, I expect this to be like the other ones. I, think the I Dan- hope I'm wrong. I think the Daniel Craig is going to be a great Bond, though. I really do. I mean, I know there's I, some. I like Daniel Craig, and he looks muscular in that scene, but I can't get around his schlumpy face. I, don't know. I, I think, think he, he looks, looks great. Looks no, I mean, like I, I literally can't maneuver around it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually um, in the room, which is odd because he's in England right now. He, uh, I watched a little bit of Layer he's Cake like a, last he's night. A face Steve... ventriloquist throws his face. Conversation <laughs> between me and you, then. Did you have you seen Layer Cake too? Yeah, I saw. Because uh, I mean, that's obviously why he got this. This uh, right. This movie, this movie, and he's he, good in it. He's very good in that, yeah. And he, and that movie's is really pretty good. I mean, it's it kind of made me want to see um, more from the the director, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Would you have rather seen his X Men take? <sighs> well, I mean, Ratner's doing X Men three, so I'd rather see anybody's take. I guess rather. I'm not. A, I know you've stuck up for Ratner in the past. I'm not a big fan. Well, I mean, I haven't. I mean, I just think that he gathers footage that's what he does I mean he t- he's, a, he's a footage gatherer okay you know and, and it, sounds like you're not really sticking up for him now no I mean it's just I don't think I mean well it's a good thing he's gathering footage that has you know superheroes in it <laughs> it'd be kind of rough to get this like a also a footage, footage ga- yeah, gatherer Ian be. McKellen <laughs> wait I missed that what <laughs> if he's lucky please repeat long. please repeat said joke we on the couch missed it he said, okay. "Also a footage gatherer, Ian McKellen." Nice. <laughs> is that is that <laughs> both a cripple and a gay joke? I said that he was a footage gatherer because he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> but he also played a cripple guy in the Da Vinci Code, and he could have gathered some footage for better better pedestrian <laughs> adventures. <laughs> of course, you know you could have a, a bag of feet, and it's not going to help you in your. I mean, if you gather feet, it's not going to help you walk better. Ian McKellen's good. And, that, and that's a note to you kids out there <laughs> listening to this podcast. Don't gather feet. Gather Speaking you. of, if you are listening to this podcast, send us an email. Just let us know you're out there. Fuckers. Just email nickatchud.com and say, hey, I'm listening. And that's is all. It, is, that, is it Nick at Chud still? I thought you had a new email. This shit gets to me. It does? It, eventually. What about your other account? account? What about it? 
Don't be talking about my other account. Footage gatherer at McKellen.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... I'd also like to say that if people want to, like, comment on the show, they should call 678-522-8206 and just leave a message. <laughs> Especially if you're, if you're Asian <laughs> and impossible to decipher the sex of. <laughs> just as an aside <laughs> let's assume that let's assume that uh, people give a fuck what we think about the Bond films pick pick two everyone picks two and explain it Justin what's your two Bond films two I mean I'm not a huge Bond fan name them fuck don't dilly dally um I like I like I don't know man License to Drive <laughs> <laughs> Not a big fan of Bond. Heather Graham no. put the Bond girl on that. So yeah, I know the Corys. What's your favorite Bond films, Will? Uh, probably from Russia with Love and Living Daylights. Actually, that's that's the right answer. Those are the same two, I oh, would say. Cool. Steve or Dane. Dane's got the mic. Let's hear Dane's first. I have no idea. Dane <laughs> offers. <laughs> I'm contributing. Give me this. Fucking jerk. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Steve. obvious answers are From Much With Love On Your Majesty's Secret Service And Doctor No I asked for two And they're far <laughs> from obvious Thunderball is great Spider Love Me is good Do you like uh, Dalton? Yeah Did I you did. like him? I did I liked Did you like Big both Roadhouse of his fan, eh? I liked both of his films Yeah Yeah. Which yeah. is the better of the two The first? It, it's a Different like License yeah, to Kill Is almost not different. It's like a, just a weird action film With, with Robert Davi yeah, li- Living Daylight's Living Daylights is a lot of. It's it's good. It's it's a good one. It's just, slow, but it's brilliant. Which one? It was it's, Living Daylights is, is very the first or second. Yeah. The first one. I, I, I've seen him, but I, just, I haven't seen him for a long time. And I always know. I always know that people really like Dalton as Bond, and he just didn't get much. Well, of Living shot. Daylights was written for Brosnan, and when he got cast, they had to they had to do some tweaking on it to fit his character a little bit. License to Kill was written specifically for Dalton, so it's more harder edged and is. Is there, re- people. is there a reason that Dalton no. got the heave ho? Is is because Brosnan came back in the picture, or that the movies weren't making that money, or both? No, it took him. I, I I think it was it was a long layover. It was like a six or seven year. It, it got caught up in lawsuits, and Dalton got fed up of waiting, and he just quit. I think I think part of the thing was they wanted the technology to catch up too. You know, okay. go because CGI. I mean, they they figured figured the Bond films need to be assisted by the latest cutting edge technology and. You know, they they figure if their audience is going to see these films in a theater, they should see them in a theater with flying Klansmen. <laughs> <laughs> Took the long walk on that one. <laughs> yeah, of a short pierce. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I, I think I think you know, it's a shame that Dal- or Brosnan didn't get better material because Goldeneye was a good start, but but he, he could have been great. But Brosnan? Yeah. He was fed up. But his movies he, were drink. He seemed like he never liked the movies, though, that he was in. Yes, that's the way it seems, yeah. yeah. I mean, it shows, too, because like Matador and uh, and, and Taylor Panama and Thomas Crown were better Bond-type films. That's weird, and that's strange that he actually, and he, and he played rough and Nomads. characters. Nomads was also yeah, a better Bond film. Um, what's the movie that Julianne Moore that he had out? The Laws of Attraction? Mm-hmm. Why do I remember that? I Why know. do you remember it? Legal Eagles. Are you serious? I hope. <laughs> There's, your tri- <laughs> There's your fucked trivia. We'll see you after this break. <laughs> that was based on Iron Eagles. Welcome back. Someone mentioned in the podcast discussion, or actually in one of the letters they sent in, 
that Justin is the heart of the podcast. <laughs> well, or, wait a minute. The group heart? And I want to find out. I guess not. What part of the body the rest of us are. <laughs> now, as a qualifier, this one person said that in, a, in an email to you, and then an, another person said that their girlfriend hated my voice. Hated? Yes. That's harsh. Yeah, that's not nice. I don't hate your voice. Yeah. It reminds me of... Douche. <laughs> your voice is fine. Your clothes need work. I think that girlfriend's fat. <laughs> <laughs> There's some advice, fella, from old douche voice. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I, okay, so I'm the heart. And uh, did he say soul as well? No. I just get heart? Yeah. El Corazon. If you know, actually, you're the S O L E soul. Maybe they call you the heart of the show because you keep pumping. Wait, I, th- I think it's because Mola Ram ripped him out of somebody's chest and he burst into flame. <laughs> pump, pump, pump. They will be found. Pump, and then I scrawl P S on the floor. It ain't a podcast without a Mola Ram reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, okay. Well, then you, I already have. I'm already done. I got the heart. So you guys go ahead and claim claim other body body parts. Mm. Steve, what do you think you are? Uh, I've been thinking about that. I don't really know. I think you're the antlers. The ant- <laughs> Wait, the antlers of the podcast. Please, uh, why? I don't know. I just thought that would be a good body part to represent you. Okay. Or or maybe, or maybe like the first volley of sperm. You're mm. like you're like the first volley of sperm. The pre-cum. So that's the pre-cum body part now. Right. The pre-cum. What about what? <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Are we right. talking about Dave Davis now? <laughs> Dave Davis being <laughs> John Malkovich. All right, that's disgusting. What about the headache? What that? I'd be the headache of the podcast. Well, that's not a body part, is it? Well, no, neither. Neither. Steve failed geography. I dare say, speak for yourself, Steve. Did. Huh? Speak for yourself. Become a body part now. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to. Shit, I, I remember back in high school I played football, I sprained my pre comb. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I I guess the antlers. antlers I was out for weeks. Right. I don't mind being the antlers. I don't mind that. I had this weird splint. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Steve's the antlers. Uh Nick? I, I I think I'd like to be the forehead. <laughs> Can I be the forehead of the podcast? What about the shoes? Can I be the shoes? Well, also not a bo- the, not a body part. So, so far we have a heart, a <laughs> forehead, and antlers. This is like the fucktest Frankenstein. <laughs> this is the craziest looking Hugo. Can you imagine? Do you think Frankenstein would be as successful <laughs> if Boris Karloff was portraying a heart, some some pre cum? <laughs> <laughs> Antlers and shoes, and we haven't even gotten to Will and Dane. <laughs> Igor, you, I mean, you, brought, could... you brought back abnormal, abnormal pre-cum. <laughs> <laughs> and Igor, why did you carry it in your mouth? <laughs> Master. <laughs> All right, so then there's a that would have been like the not very bright son of Frankenstein. <laughs> He's a mess so far, but we should, yeah, you're right. We have to add our guests here. I think I think Will's the handshake. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, 
And yes, that's a Michael J. Fox God, joke. I was going to make the same joke. I had my mouth open to make that joke. Shit. <laughs> is, a, is the handshake a part of the body? I, <laughs> it is now. I also failed calculus. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, then, that's a polite Frankenstein's monster. And then Dane is the juice. The juice of the body. Or the appendix. Or the appendix. Well, which see, means... I was going to say that Dan and I would do the kidney stones because we were temporary. <laughs> yeah. I do like Hugo. So, I mean, that's a hell of a man. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, what what more do you need? What do you have? You got some... some you got a heart? Some, some sperm that doesn't have its viscosity <laughs> taken, taken to task. We need you, some skin. For God's sakes. Mm, kind I of don't visible, know. Visible what about those... Kind of how about those who... Uh, Maybe we could be... We could say the, the listeners are our skin. No, wait a minute. What about the people who are on... The, <laughs> people who have appeared on this show, like Sweeney. And Sweeney? Michael Robinson and Dave Davis and Kenny Baker. Dave Davis being? <laughs> Ted Levine. Yeah, Mr. Levine. What could he be? I like Nick's idea, though, that the, 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 fans, the fans are the skin. You are our skin. Yeah. And because I think you're... you're We'd like to put some pre cum in you. <laughs> what, what a charming thing to say. And we're going to make a woman suit out of you. <laughs> yeah, Levine, nice then. Little connection. Little connective well done, tissue. Um, <laughs> by the way, fuck the skin. That's all I'll say. And because that guy's girlfriend didn't like my voice. Fuck that part of the skin. The weird thing is, she's deaf. Deaf and fat? Yeah, it's a rough life. <laughs> Man. Deaf and fat, and apparently we're going to put some cum in her. Oh, Nick. Just a <laughs> no pre coming there, my friend. <laughs> Not until she apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> then pre come for everyone. Um, so that's that's kind of you're right. That is kind of a nice looking uh, uh, beast. Antlers, handshake. I, I just want to check since this is my first podcast. This is rated G, right? <laughs> G for great. God awful. <laughs> no, that well, was my grandiose. that was my statement on the. How come the no one code. no one claimed the brain? Did you notice that? Hugo. Or the- <laughs> Hugo. Hugo's the brains behind this whole operation. Justin, right? I'm going to accept that. Hey, Will, what's the name of Paul Giamatti's character in Lady in the Water? I think that would be uh, Cleveland Heap. Cleveland Heap. Justin, d- does that name seem like a, a nice uh, movie character name for you? Seems a little bit like maybe... Uh, Shyamalan worked a little hard on coming up with a kind of a catchy name for the lead character and not satisfied with just calling him Cleveland gave him the gave him the heap like it's if your last name was heap at some point like when your family immigrated to America wouldn't they change the name from heap to pile it's like they it's like they He's like supposed to be kind of like he's a janitor or something. No, I thought he's an author. I thought he's a writer. Is he? I think he's a writer. He's I thought he was like a, maybe a writer and a maintenance man at that hotel. I mean, I think he does. He he works or the at the at the apartment complex that the movie's set in. But they and he's kind of schlubby. He's Giamatti for God's sakes. I mean, so they they're like Giamatti. We're gonna cast you as leading this role as the schlubby guy, and we're gonna make sure everybody knows that by giving you two. We're gonna call you after uh, the beautiful city of Cleveland. And then just the one-two punch it, shorten trash heap, <laughs> and make that your last name. So well, the first draft, he was Brooklyn Flaming Turd. <laughs> 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 okay, so 
if you are to believe the trailer, the film is about a guy who is apparently lives in the same apartment complex as Ralph Macchio did in The Karate Kid. Who <laughs> it's, it's kind of reminiscent of that. Which is was probably why. The big twist at the it. end is that they reveal his middle name to be Diarrhea Sausage. <laughs> 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 makes the concession sales go through the roof <laughs> of his mouth <laughs> so he uh he's a guy who is kind of schlubby which is impossible for him not to be uh, who discovers a water nymph in his pool and then not only does he find a water nymph played by bryce dallas howard mm-hmm he, he, there's other creatures that lurk from her dimension that come to visit. Yeah, he, she kind of shows up in the apartment pool. He's kind of mystified because she's weird. She doesn't seem to talk much in the trailer. She kind of, you know, and then and then all of a sudden, all this mystical shit starts happening from you know following her into the world. I guess, and I guess the world's in danger, as according to the trailer. When does she throw the sword at him? Oh, nice. Actually, it's kind of awkward when he first finds her in the pool because he uses the uh, scoop net to throw over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go get her. So. Um, what's cool about it, though, I think, uh, is that you know Shyamalan cast uh, old Giamatti as the lead in this big budget movie. Yeah, he's the only guy who could effectively deliver a line like, "You know what? You smell like fish." <laughs> but uh, you know, he he obviously Sideways was a was a hit, and but it was a small film, you know, and it, it just. It, it didn't, you know. It it got you know him a lot of notices, but this is it's cool that he gets to head head a. Uh, he's not you know he was in Cinderella Man, but he's still second banana in that. So it's cool that he actually gets. He to was play. also second banana in Planet of the Apes. <laughs> 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 but uh, that's I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the the thing that's not that cool maybe is that um, Shyamalan's coming off uh, the Village, which which actually I think has some merit to it. It's just. It's just in the end, it's just not a very good film. So, do you think he's going to get back on track with this? What I, do you guys I, think? I don't know. I I heard it from one of our many sources that Chud has. Chud dot com has mm-hmm. a lot of sources and spies out there. Chud dot com about being? this a website. Oh, um, that he kills these villains by pouring chlorine into the pool. <laughs> it's a little mundane, really. That's, yeah, it's really not that creative. Yeah. It had nothing to do with it. Well, actually, it's just uh, it turns to winter, so it puts a cover on the pool, and. Oh, that's messed up, yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe maybe it's be. I think it'd be cool if he pisses in the pool, and that's what brings them. Oh, like they're attracted to Paul Giamatti's unique piss. You mean their giant canaroo? <laughs> that would be see. That would be a good film. You you mentioned uh, old Bryce Dallas Howard before, and he uh, she he cast her again. He worked with her last in the Village. It was kind of her breakthrough role, and she did great in that. And so you know, this is this is he's kind of this is turning into a. Hollywood's new, you know, actor director relationship. I think the he reason he, as me. I think the reason he brought her back is because he had seen her in that follow up to Dogville that Lars von Trier did. I don't think anybody and he saw, saw that. Um Did you what's the call what's it called? I don't remember what it was called. I think it was called She Gets Throttle Fucked in it. I think that's what uh, it's called. Now you this is you don't know much about this film, you don't know the title, but you do know that perhaps Bryce Dallas Howard's character gets gang raped in the movie. She gets gang raped by a guy. By one guy? By one gentleman. It's probably not. We could maybe safely take the word gang off of that <laughs> term then. Unless his name is Gang. Yeah, that's true. Or Cleveland Heap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she. What was that movie called? Do- Dogville. What's it called? It was like a city's name, right? 
Something, yeah. And what else has she been in? She's oh, she's also in Spider Man. I can coming tell you what else yeah. has been in her. <laughs> the guy in, in that Lars von Trier movie. I mean, she's good. She's she's good actress. I think she is a good actress, and I, I you know, I, that's one of the main reasons I kind of like The Village. Uh, although it's not a good movie, it was her performance. I thought it was pretty you good. Keep sticking up for the village, I'm a little I, worried. I know, I know, I know. It's not a good movie. I just like parts of it quite a bit, I guess. <laughs> so uh, what? Um, not what? Adrian Brody. I didn't think he was uh, very good in that movie. Well, he doesn't live. He doesn't. Well, Marcus Brody. It's called Point Manderley. 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 <laughs> Manderley on her in that movie. <laughs> Fucking. I just remember seeing some pictures of her being. You saw some pictures of it? Yeah, they have pictures of her getting fucked. Yeah. Nice. I think they were on the Chud message board, actually. Oh, even nicer. So yeah, her her first uh, her debut was Parenthood. I get it. No, she she really was in it though. She must have been a little little tiny kiddo in that movie. Her 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 name was Redheaded Girl in Audience, not to be confused in Mandalay. Where she was audience in Redheaded Girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was uncredited in, in Apollo 13. She played the moon. And then in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, she was surprised who? And then who? Did she ever work with her dad? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else was surprised who? Pete Townsend when John Whistle died. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's good. She's a good actress. She was born in 1981, for fuck's sake. She's youth. Wow, she's pretty young. Not not too young to get throttled in Manderley, though. Did you? Oh, I felt so bad for that cantaloupe who was ostracized. That poor shy melon. <laughs> Speaking of ostracized, no one's looking forward to old shy melon anymore. You <laughs> said, you're saying that he they took his name off the title. It used to be M Night Shy Melon's The Village, you know, and and uh, Unbreakable or whatever, and. Um, what was the other one between those two? Six Sense. The si- signs? Oh, yeah, but sign. you're saying for this one they took off his name above the title. I, don't, I mean, in the trailer they didn't, they mentioned it, but it didn't, it wasn't well, appearing. To uh, that insult and injury, now it's MML Walsh's Lady in the Water. <laughs> Actually, you know what it might be? I think if this is a different studio, that might be why. Uh, it is, it is, it's Warner Brothers. So. If I remember correctly, everything else was done by Touchstone. So maybe there's just a contractual thing where Warner Brothers doesn't want people's name above the title. Well, it was remember that in some of the early tr- poster or something or something in the early press for it, it was a fairy tale by. That's right. M Night Shyamalan. It was that in the trailer tonight. No. no. I mean, do you remember kicking the person in front of you when you saw that? No. Do you remember sc- screaming at a small child because because the fairy tale aspect? Do you remember doing algebra in your blood? (laughs) (laughs) Just to leave notes behind. You had mentioned, I don't know if you'd mentioned it in this recording of this conversation, but (laughs) you had said that there, asked what other stars were in it. Yeah. And I must apologize. There are several stars in this that I forgot to mention. Bob Balaban. Oh, that's right. right. He's in the trailer. Yeah, actually, I saw it the other day and I totally forgot. See, I was, I was I was half joking when I said star, and then Bob Balaban. I, everybody likes Bob Balaban. Yeah, he's good. So you can tell you're among like movie nerds when like you mention Bob Balaban, and everybody's like really happy. They get kind of excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ooh. See, but the thing is, he's he, he was in Altered States, and that's what he's best known for. Kind of reminds me. You know what? You know what Altered States is best known for? What? Blair Brown taking off her top. <laughs> kind of uh, rhymes with 
Balaban kind of rides with Shyamalan in a way. They have that connection, you know? I think they talked about that on set. How about our last names? <laughs> they nearly rhyme. And here, this is what's interesting. Sarah, Sarita Chowdhury, I think that's her. Who? Oh, yeah. She was in the Mississippi Masala. That's what I was about to say. She was like touted as the next big thing in, in Mississippi Masala and then flew off of the planet. And now here she is playing 75th build person in Lady on the Water. Well, who else? There's got to be another recognizable name. Jim Gaffigan, the comedian. Really? Yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Jared Harris from Bee Monkey that looks kind of like uh, the guy from Frasier, David Hyde Pierce. Jared Harris. Is that... Um, he's in a lot of stuff, though, isn't he? Mary Beth Hurt is in this. Oh, yeah. So so there's the William, William Hurt William Hurt. But William Hurt... That's funny. That's I mean, not funny at all, but William Hurt used to knock old Mary Beth Hurt around. I think he got... He was got in trouble for spousal abuse. They're no, they're certainly no longer married. Really? Mm-hmm. So is that the irony of his name? I don't. I think it's kind of a tragic tale. It is. And the funny thing is, his give his birth name is William Punches Women. <laughs> and Shy Mallon used to beat up uh, Bob Balaban, which <laughs> I think is beat off. <laughs> I hope it's beat off. And that's but why Jim Gaffigan, it's a fairy tale. Jim Gaffigan is kind of making this. Tra- <laughs> 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 he's making this. This that comedian is kind of making this transition into movies. He's supposed. To, he's also in that. Um, there's a, a, a post September 11th movie coming out. I'm not. It's not a joke that he's in. He's supposed to have kind of a good role in that. Too soon. <laughs> um, the funny thing is, he's not, he's on this. He's he's got I a small role, but here's the here's what the interview with Shyamalan was to get the job. He's like, shit, do I have to gaff again? <laughs> well, it is a f- fish-related film. Actually, there's gonna be a sequel starring him, Gaffigan's Island. <laughs> <laughs> he was upset when uh, Shyamalan was furious. He, he arrives on the set and he's like, "You're not the guy from Gremlins." <laughs> <laughs> he meant Stripe. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the thing about no, I think we talked about this. And, and the other other conversation that wasn't didn't make it, the cut. What do you think of this title, "Lady in the Water"? Yeah, it's not. I mean, if he's going for a fairy tale vibe, I see. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I can see it. I think but. the title's not too exciting. Yeah. What well, could be like another title? Some more titles for this film. Moist woman. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Moistened bink. Like some, think of some better titles for this than Lady in the Water to me sounds pretty generic. Sea Troll? <laughs> <laughs> Call the Pool Guy? The does, she, does, she wear, does she wear clothes on it? Did you see the trash? She looked kind of... There what, are moments where she's nude. What about Howard's End? <laughs> in the water. Howard the Duck, because she's in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I, what about this? What? Diarrhea sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, Nick. You you need to get you need to throw a title up there yet. Yeah? I'm 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 letting you guys spout. I know your brain's working overtime coming up. <laughs> no, I, I mean most of my stuff is really. I mean it's 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 blunt. Water woman. Yeah. But I mean honestly, so, I mean with this premise, with the premise of a guy who's a schlubby guy who finds a, a, a water nymph in his pool. Yeah. And goddamn, why the fuck does this story exist? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of session nine, 
Crusoe was in that. That was kind of it was kind of a pre CSI Miami return to form for him. I love Dave Crusoe. I'd like him a lot, actually. He was good in that, and you know there was a lot of you know, Brennan Sexton the third that guy he was in that. Um, Lucas was good in that, and there's somebody else. But um, that was one of those movies that's not good, but had good parts and and had good actors in it. But Which it's one? just Session, Session nine. nine, yeah. I'm a big fan of Crusoe, and and most of Defoe's work. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Crusoe's is great, but he's I don't watch that show. And that's kind of what he's now only doing, right? He's not in movies. He's not even in small roles in movies, is he? Um, actually, he was in something recently in a small role. I don't remember what it was. I was surprised. I'm so, I'm always happy to see him. I mean, he's he's, he's as one dimensional as they get. He's but, great though. I mean, yeah, but I love him. And it, you know, like I said, I always watch a little. Uh, old and I'm sadly. a liar. He hasn't been in shit since Session Nine. Yeah, he's just only in that in that show. That show is huge. So why why would he be? But um, he was in. Uh, Mad Dog and Glory, and he was he was great in that Whoa, movie. Oh, he was good in that. He cool. was in First Blood, and he's he, he was, was and he was they use his scream in either gold either Golden Axe or Altered Beast. Golden Did they really? Axe. Golden Axe, yeah. Oh God, that's him. Does he get the arrow? It's when he gets impaled by the spikes. Oh, yeah. But I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of uh, Kiss of Death. Yeah, I mean that's a that's kind of an interesting film. That's a that's a brutal movie. Uh, what's his face? Michael Rapaport gets punched to death in that movie. Yes, he does, and I I think it's great. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is great. Is also uh, I think Nicolas Cage is gr- a great bad guy in that movie. Does, Explain. Well, he's the guy that he he punches uh, Rapaport to death. He just is. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's kind of the hero. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know that's when Cage was like doing those really interesting movies, like how, really interesting right. roles how in can movies. You hate Nicolas Cage. He bench presses women. In that movie, does he? He's working out with a woman instead of dumbbells. I don't hate Cage. I just think he's become kind of a. Although he's every once in a while he'll he'll perk back up and do like um, adaptation, but right. most of the time he's he's kind of not the same old Cage. Did, no question. He's just old. Okay, Rappaport died. Did Helen Hunt survive that movie? <laughs> she did not make it. She got fucking slammed. She fed to a car, didn't she? Yeah. She was. She was demolished. She got she got fed to the world. But what you, what about Mad Dog and Glory? Do you like that film? I, I remember it being okay. I like John McNaughton a lot. That's though. a it's a good movie. It's an interesting movie. De Niro, you know, if you want to see De Niro b- b- when he turned in performances. No, uh, wait, Mad Dog and Glory. That's the one with Lance, Lance Henriksen and the, and the and the Rottweiler against Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington, right? <laughs> it's like the Civil War killer dog movie. That yes, the one? that's okay. the one. Okay, cool. but if you want to see De Niro, like. He, he he plays kind of a uh, introverted character in this. Uh, Bill Murray play and if you want, you know, Bill Murray plays gangster. the the yeah. gangster, and they're both great. Um, and I was watching Cape Fear the other night. De Niro's awesome in that movie. Yeah. I mean, in, in that movie, it, to me, it's like uh, that's such a great film. And you know who was really good at it too is um Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Oh, it's a great movie. I don't know what you're. What? But I'm just saying that that's a that's a movie you don't really hear people talk about too much anymore. I mean, the, maybe it's because it's a remake. But and the one person who got all the accolades was horrible. No, no, no. Lewis is good in that movie. She's horrible. No, 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 no. I I I really disagree. Look, anybody could take his finger in their mouth. I don't know, man. She's she does it. She does. I mean, she's required to be kind of adolescent, sexy, and weird, and she holds her own in that. And no, and they and the what's cool about the movie they really kind of style it like it's a '50s film, 
set in the early 90s or whatever. But, I mean, you know, Nolte, Nolte. has that look, the early 50s look throughout it. Jessica Lange um, has that kind of, like, 50s pinup, aging pinup look. I mean, I, I don't know. I think that movie's just expertly done. Not, no movie. surprise, but... It's a fun movie. It really is. And De Niro is on fire the whole fucking time. And we must have seen a different film. He's on, okay. He's on he fire. Then does catch on fire during. That's true. That's, that's how he goes out. Yeah. He's on fire. Yeah. And then he's and he's he's, he's in the water. Starts that, speaking in favorite, tongues. My favorite. Is that what he's doing? Yeah. Because I just thought he was. He was like. Because it was just funny. Because he's like, there's water in his mouth. He's like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah. But I think he's speaking in tongues at the end. I think that's what he's supposed to be doing. And when else do you see Linnea Quigley's cheek have been off? Wait. No, that's uh, no. Elena Douglas. Elena <laughs> Douglas. You're right. Linnea right. Quigley was the. Monster movie woman. Trivia, trivia about Elena Douglas. Right. She is a sister-in-law of the woman who is doing the casting for Eleven Colonels Attack. Nice. nice. Hell yeah! I always found her uh, kind of sexy. Yeah, Liliana. What is know? that? Grace in My Heart. Her little movie she did where she was the the music movie. Yeah. That's the oh, one. I don't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I never saw that, but I, I she was in. Uh, that was one of three films where she got her cheek bitten off. <laughs> she was in that. What's that movie? Happy. Texas. She was oh, cute I love in that. that movie. I love and that she's movie. Really, she was really... Jeremy uh, Northam and Steve Zahn and Bill Macy and... Sexy and funny in uh, at that, that show Action that was barely on and then Jay Moore. Also where her cheek gets bit. Yes, right. But not she, the cheek on her face. She's also good in the and cheek... not and, the cheek on her ass. I know, it's the weird. weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was also really good in the Cheek and Chong, Chong movies. <laughs> Don't you mean Cheek and Chomp? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, Cheek and Chunk. Really Did you see that one where she up. played the hooker and she was cheek trick? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I think I may have been. But anyway, Will is bringing up that Quigley. No. What's her name? Lena Quigley. She was in uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, and I yeah, can see how pretty... you got her confused with Elena Douglas. Yeah. Well, well I'm not very smart as the... She was... Uh, she, she, back in the day, yeah. I mean... She was like the horror. She got naked. She was like the Fangoria love child. She got right. crazy naked in Return of the Living Dead. That was one of those movies on VHS that that I'd rented from the local video store. And whenever Just she got naked. Just to watch her red bush on the tombstone or whatever. I got on my knees and thanked the Lord Jesus' daughter, Bloodline, Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Thank you, Tattoo, for bringing me this. But uh, she was... She got eaten alive by zombies, which is also kind of hot, honestly. I remember hearing that she was wearing a bodysuit. That's what I heard, too, but I don't think so, man. You mean like Ted Levine? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't care what what she was wearing as long as you could fantasize about her 70s bush. I'm into bodysuits. That's what I'm, you know. And Christmas trees. Apparently. (laughs) And she was in Sorority Babes. I don't see. I don't don't even know her from the um, Return of the Living Dead. And I know Peter Coyote from Return of the Living Dead uh, 4 and 5. You know what's funny is like um, she follows a distinct course in her career. A very linear course. Yeah. <laughs> now Wait question. for it. End of joke. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that she dated Tom Selleck? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. <laughs> you mean Quigley... Yeah, he's all together now. He's down under. He spent some time down under. <laughs> did anybody ever actually see Quigley down under? I love that. I did. Movie. That's Is a, it good a good movie. movie? A little yeah. snipey. I, I, Laura, uh, what's her name? Laura San Giacomo was annoying as a fuck face, but, but she you know she spent a very small window of time being hot. And then and then the stand. Holy shit. She has got. She has got. I don't know if you ever noticed because she might have wore sweaters in all her movies, but she has got some big, big. <laughs> earrings that she likes to know but she has some big 
crazy she, boobs that woman the wonders of how could you dislike her because she had, she's looking kind of sexy in those movies she had teutonic knockers that's the new Stephen King book, right? Teutonic knockers. <laughs> <laughs> Tits that eat planes. Can we go on record, this podcast go on record of recommending Quigley Down Under? I, I mean, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. I will recommend it. I've never seen it. It's good. What I about Mr. Baseball? Uh, no, Steve would if he was still here. Does he like it? Yeah, it's a shit movie. What? And a he's a shit person. <laughs> you should call him at 6-7. No, Speaking no. of Steve Murphy. <laughs> what about Gung Ho? Can we recommend Speaking that? Speaking of Tim... Steve Murphy, Teutonic Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> Laura San Giacomo. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she got in a fucking car accident. Huh? She got in a car accident. That's why she's not in movies anymore. What happened? Really? She's in a San Giacomo. <laughs> Breasts are still big, though. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing, and she ain't nothing in a coma fight. about those boobs. She's Kelly LeBrock is tending to those knockers. Them right shits now. is awake. <laughs> and ready <laughs> for some orderly action. How many people know that Justin was in Kill Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that actor that that that? I, I forgot his what name. Is, he is excellent in that movie. Yeah, he's in a lot of shit. He really he is, no, he is really good in that little small window of, no. of time. And he's also in uh, Jackie Brown, real quick. I think. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. His name's like is that Grant something? I or think. Something. I think he's like Michael Keaton's partner in that or something. Yeah. You don't think he? I just thought his scene. I thought he just did a great job in the small. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. I just that role is so creepy. I can't describe. I know. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I was it, just he does a good job with fuck it. of that guy. He got destroyed. Yeah. And that, I mean, he got painfully disposed of by the door jam and the door. They worked in unison, <laughs> as opposed to Jack Noseworthy, who was involved in Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Noseworthy also in Breakdown. Yeah, and that's funny because MC Ganey. Yeah, you know, I always thought his name was Jack Noseworthy, because I didn't I didn't know who, who the guys were, and I just thought that was a great name for a guy with such a fucking distinctive honker. What is MC Gaining breakdown? Yeah, I don't remember. He drives a truck in it. Is he one of the bad guys? Yeah. Who isn't? I guess the late great JT Walsh. JT Walsh. I don't know if it, see the thing is the I, I I really wish they would have done a sequel to it because I wasn't sure if he was killed in that. God. <laughs> Noseworthy got destroyed too. I think Noseworthy got blown up in he that. He falls. Okay, he falls on the ground and is shattered on the rocks. Yeah. And then a truck falls on his head. Yep. I mean, and then and then and then a planet hits him. <laughs> He's got. Okay, he might not live in that movie. Is she is 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 Laura is San Giacomo in that movie, or is it San Giacomo? <laughs> San Giacomo. Um. Kurt Russell, awesome breakdown, and you know another hottie back in the day from the Doors, Kathleen Quinlan. Wow, talk about that. There was actually some, back in the day with Twilight Zone, the movie. There were some breasts that Jack knows where they could see from space, <laughs> as his blood came out of his eyes. Now, yeah, the, the, here's the here's the reason I knew the Doors was fiction. <laughs> 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 Because huh. <laughs> he chooses Meg Ryan over her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Remember this, my favorite scene in the doors was when that guy got his head smashed between the door and the door jam. Mine was when the Jim doors Morrison. jammed a lot, though. Yeah, they did jam. That's right. <laughs> but I like it when Jim Morrison dies in the bathtub, and you're like, "Hey, good." <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew it was fiction. 
he chose death in the bathtub over Meg Ryan. <laughs> 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 <laughs>